Saludos y bendiciones. My name is Kat. And I'm Ed. And you are now chilling on the fire escape. Yeah. Hello, everyone. What's up, guys? Welcome back to our beautiful podcast. Yes, yes. Even though today's a sad, sad day. Yes, it is. Um, for those of you who don't know, <sighs> which I'm sure by now everyone knows, it's a sad day in the sports world. We have lost a very great, if not one of the greatest, um athletes out there kobe bryant um, kobe being bryant baby as well as his daughter gianna little mambasita in a, in a tragic uh, helicopter accident so <sighs> you know ed being a big sports fan that he is is taking it really hard i mean kobe bryant was my favorite player yeah kobe bryant was my favorite player like this one hits home mm -hmm. this one hits home like like a family member yeah Like somebody you know for a long time, like you know, sometimes especially if you've seen him throughout his career. Oh yeah, I me know? I remember when Kobe was coming out of high school. I was ten, eleven years old, so mm -hmm. I got to see Kobe's whole twenty-year career. Yeah, I grew into a kid, a teenager, and a man. Watching this kid grow from a teenager to a young adult to a man. And I think what a lot of people our age don't realize is that yeah, you know we were born in the Michael Jordan era. But we saw Michael Jordan already when he was dominating. Yeah. Like, we didn't see Michael Jordan in the 80s exactly. because we were babies. So, Kobe Bryant, you know, if you're a sports fan and you watch sports actively... Um, and you you're know, from our era. You're from our era, you've seen Kobe Bryant literally throughout his whole entire you career. Saw, yeah, like I, like I was telling you earlier before we started recording the podcast, like, when I got the news... First of all, you want to you want to explain how how I received the news? Um, well, I was in Costco with my mom shopping, um, getting Ed and ZJ their snacks because you guys won't even believe <laughs> how fast they go through snacks. So even though there's only two of them or only three of us in the house, I have to buy in bulk because these guys go through snacks mm -hmm. and food in general like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> um, so we're in Costco, me and my mom are in Costco and my stepdad and my sister, my youngest sister, who's a big uh, sports fan, big basketball fan. And a Kobe fan as well. And a Kobe fan as well. Texts my mom and goes, Colby died. Like Colby, C-O-L-B-Y, died. And my mom looks at me and she goes, who's Colby? And I'm like, I have no idea. So my stepdad goes, Kobe Bryant? No. So I go, she didn't put Colby, she put Colby. So... We go on ESPN and there's no news. I was like, nah, it's not Kobe Bryant. So my sister texts back, Kobe. So I thought it was a hoax because, again, the first thing we checked was ESPN. And it wasn't on ESPN. It was all over TMZ and other um, blog sites or gossip blog sites, which TMZ has been known for... Creating fake creating, news or creating getting, fake news getting or getting fake news, mm -hmm. fake news and then going with it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to believe. Well, you know, none of us believed that we're like, nah, that's BS. Like if um, ESPN hasn't posted it up, it's not true. But then CNN, we saw that on CNN, they had it. So but we were still like spectacle. Spec exactly. So I was like, nah, if ESPN hasn't posted it up. That's not true. That's BS. You know, and then I go on Instagram and, you know, it's blowing up all over Instagram. But again, ESPN has not announced it. So I, I call Ed 
And Ed is knocked out sleeping because you guys know he works nights, so he's asleep during the day. So Ed's not answering, so I call DJ, who's home. And I'm like, go to the room and wake up Ed. And then he's like, Mom, Kobe Bryant died. I go, I know. So he goes into the room, he wakes up Ed, and he's like, Ed, wake up. And Ed is like all grouchy because he doesn't like being woken up. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> so ZJ's like, oh, Ed, mommy needs to speak to you. It's important. So Ed gets on the phone grumbling. He's like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, babe, Kobe Bryant died. And he's like, what? I said, Kobe Bryant died. And he's like, so I hear him like get up. Like, you know, I hear him rustling around in the bed. I hear him get up from his sleep, sit up. And he gets on his phone. Well, what I'm assuming is he gets on his phone. And he was like, oh, shit, Kobe Bryant died. Like, literally screaming. So, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, he's saying in a helicopter. So we're, like, going back and forth. On the, you know, I'm still in Costco. And we're um, texting each other and calling each other back and forth for more information. And it's true, you know. Eventually mm-hmm. ESPN posted it up. And that's how I knew that, yo, this is real. Yeah, like, it, it's tragic. And what even hurts even more to, like... To throw more salt on the womb, his 13-year-old daughter was riding alongside with him this helicopter mm-hmm. ride, Gianna, and she was the next up. Like this girl was blessed with that um, Mamba gene, Mamba. That's what they called Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Like she was 13 and she had a talent, an immense talent at that age, playing with high school girls already, already being recruited by the University of Connecticut. That's predominantly known for their female basketball program. Like, she was the next one. Like, she was like, if we had a daughter, if we have a daughter, she was the one that I was going to make our baby girl, like, look up to. Like, listen, I saw her dad play. You're going to see this girl play. And, you know, like, hopefully I got her into the sport like I was, that I love. Because basketball has always been my number one sport. And Ed has always been... You gotta watch Kobe's daughter. You gotta. Mm-hmm. He's always telling me. You gotta watch Kobe's daughter. Yeah. I'm telling you, she's gonna be amazing. She's great. She's already dope. You gotta watch. You gotta watch her. I mean, unfortunately, I've never gotten to see her play a game or not even like highlights or anything. But I remember Ed would always tell me, "You gotta keep keep an eye out. You gonna trust me. You're gonna hear Gianna Bryant. Gianna Bryant." And look, man, like I like I, I'm kind of choked up right yeah, now. Like it's it sucks. Unfortunate that. When I hear Gianna Bryan, it's because, you know, of her death and yeah. not because of she entered the WNBA <sighs> or anything, you know? Yeah, like, it just sucks. Like, I still remember watching Kobe in high school. I was, like, in, you know, elementary school going into junior high and watching this brassy kid, cocky kid from Lower Marion, Philadelphia High School and stuff like that. And I still remember to this day when he wore that little brown suit and, and, you know, got drafted to the NBA and that when even when he was wearing those shades and he's like, yeah, I'm electing to go into the NBA, like, you know, so full of life and cocky. And like Kobe was that dude, man. Kobe was just an, more than an athlete. He he came into the sport, a kid and transformed himself into a man, no matter everything that he went through, you know, like from having a bad game, from having problems with teammates with people telling him he's a, he's a crummy he teammate. His knee or something like that. He like shattered his Achilles. I, I remember that game too when he shattered his Achilles and then the Achilles and they thought he was never going to play again. Yeah, but the thing is about that game, I remember that game he shattered his Achilles, right? Mm-hmm. Got up, still walked his way to the free throw line and shot those two points. That's how much the game of basketball 
meant to him. It was like a. I think I remember seeing those highlights. That he limped to the. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? The Achilles injury. I've seen grown men bigger than Kobe like cry from an Achilles injury, and this kid, like this man, got up and walked. Like you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just tragic, and and just the type of sports figure he was, like just to go out and that manner is just like unfathomable it's like i'm shocked yeah and what's crazy too is that he retired how many years ago he, he only been retired for three he years he didn't even get to enjoy his retirement he's only been retired for three he just years had a baby he his just, had, just another had, baby. had another baby yeah like he has two teenage daughters and then he had um be little baby bianca like mm-hmm. three years ago she just turned three recently and then he had the new, newborn baby girl that she you know in june yeah like, and this man had this man went from this fierce competitor on the court, like no nonsense, no bullshit, I'm gonna fucking cut your throat out type of guy to a father figure, a teacher, like passing his knowledge, what he learned from the greats before him, onto these youngins now. And you could see the transformation mm-hmm. from being that brassy little cocky kid to making that mistake he did with the whole rape charge and for you know uh, being a, a loyal man after that to his wife, mm-hmm. to having that split with his teammate Shaq and all that rift, and everybody saying, "Oh, he's never gonna win another championship without Shaq," and him proving all his mm-hmm. naysayers wrong, and going to the championship three times without Shaq and winning two without Shaq. Like, I, I don't know. I can't wrap my brain around it. I, I just still don't don't believe it. Like, yeah. Kobe being Bryant. It's very like unbelievable it's, like it's almost it's not almost but it's it's definitely feels like this is like roberto clemente it's like top. it's like a bad dream like yeah. i'm waiting for someone to just be like oh it was a hoax like ha! waiting for him to like make a, a video yeah you know posting it on social media or whatever and saying like like oh no guys, we, i'm we, okay yeah like know? we missed that we missed that helicopter mm-hmm. ride you know like, like you know the typical grieving process when you the way you think of, of, of you just wish it was a bad joke yeah i keep going on instagram just hoping to see that it was a bad joke Hoping to see that some sicko out there thought that it would be cool to, you know, make a hoax like that. Exactly. And, and unfortunately, you know, it's not. It, it just it just sucks. You know, like I I literally got calls and, and calls and text messages and DMs from people that I haven't spoken to in years. Mm-hmm. And just because they knew how big of a Kobe fan I was. They all contacted me and, and even personal friends of mine. I have a personal friend of mine um, that he spoke to me briefly because he called me. He's like, bro, I know how much of a big Kobe Bryant fan you was. And the ill thing about it that hit home with him is that he was a big Kobe Bryant fan, too. But his daughter's name is Gianna as well. So he he started tripping and he called me. I even had another friend of mine that he's in jail. He's incarcerated right now. He called me. And told me, bro, I know you heard the the news about Kobe Bryant. And I'm like, bro, I, I can't believe it. Like, you know, um, me and um, ZJ's dad were like here politicking um, in my apartment about it too. And I went into my closet and the first thing I did is break out my purple and gold Kobe Bryant number eight jersey. Because, you know, I've been a Kobe fan since he used to rock the number eight. Everybody who knows me too knows I'm a gigantic Nick fan. But... I do appreciate other players and Kobe Bryant was one of those generational players that transcended the game in so many ways Mm -hmm. that 
this shit is affecting me. Like, I, I can't believe I'm not, like, being crazy emotional. I'm just rambling at this point. But it's like I have these clips, these reels in my head going on of all the times that I've seen Kobe, you know, dominate games from the 81-point game, from his last game in the NBA, he dropped 60 points. That You remember that night? Yeah. I kept on waking her up like, yo, he's going into overtime. Baby, he got 40. Baby, he got 50. <laughs> Baby, he, sh- he scored 60 his last game. Yeah. I remember uh, uh, we we split up in, in early, in like earlier mid-2015. Like we, uh, and then we got back together. And that was like literally our first date. Again, we saw Kobe Bryant's last game. You took me to Kobe Bryant's last game yeah. at Madison Square Garden on um, November. Our, on, on November, our first date. Um, I don't think we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but our first date, like our first official official date, was to go see a Knicks game. Yeah, well, that was even it wasn't and Kobe Bryant. Wasn't our a, second, yeah, it was just I think it was against the Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves. Um, yeah, when we and both saw. Then you know there was a brief time in our relationship in the beginning where we kind of. We split up, mm. um, and we, you know, eventually we got back together. And mm. then our, I guess our, our first second official date mm-hmm. was again to the garden to go see Kobe's last game at the garden. Yeah, like I kept on mentioning it to her, like even though we were like broken I, up. Oh. I know, if I'm not mistaken, I think I bought the tickets, mm-hmm. and then. Or we split up or something like that. And mm-hmm. then it was like, well, do you still want to go to the game? Because we had, we were still in contact. Mm-hmm. Um, like, friend, friend-wise, we were still in contact. And I was like, well, I have these tickets. I don't know anyone else who's a big Kobe Bryant fan, um, you know, who would want to come with me. Um, you know, other than my, my little sister. But I don't remember what was going on that day. Um, she wasn't coming. I think it was a school night. Something like that. Yeah, it was. I, I, yeah, I think it was a school night, um, and it was a late game, um, so I knew my mom wasn't gonna let her come with me. Um, so I was like, you know, I don't know anyone else who's a big fan. Like, do you still want to come with me? Because I want to go. You know, I wasn't gonna let. I wasn't gonna just give him my ticket so he go with one of his friends. But you know, I really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll we'll go. And I think that night after the game, we had, like, officially got back together. Mm-hmm. So we went to the game just as friends and then, um, or exes, who, exes that were friends. And then after the game, we officially had gotten back together and we've been together ever since. Yeah, it was, it was, I still remember, it was on November the 8th. Uh, I don't know, was it 2015 or 2016? I think it was 2015. Mm-hmm. November the 8th, 2020, yeah. November the 8th, and... But we still celebrate the first date. Oh, no, wait. I don't remember. Yeah, we still talk no, about No, we celebrate it. this the second time. Yeah. The second time. We celebrate the second time. Yeah, the second time <laughs> around. So, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, it's just tragic. I, I don't even know what to say. Like... Mm-hmm. I even remember, and let me tell you, this is why I say, like, a lot of us, you know, like I said, we were born in the era of Michael Jordan, but we actually saw... Kobe Bryant from grow in his career beginning to end yes from beginning to end I had in high school a white Kobe Bryant number eight jersey boom and this is way before she met me way way before, before obviously <laughs> way before I met Ed I had a number eight uh jersey of Kobe Bryant and I remember being I don't remember what store I got it in but I, I was like begging my mom to get it for me so, you know, she got it for me or whatever. And eventually, as I grew older, obviously, I didn't fit into the 
jersey. No, I did fit into the jersey. Yeah. But I just, you know, I got older and I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear this. It's not like going to be like a staple piece in my wardrobe. Mm. I'm never going to wear this again. Um, I gave it to my sister who, I, you know, as I mentioned, is a big uh, basketball. basketball fan. Mm-hmm. So I gave it to my sister who and she wore it, you know, and once she was done with it, she grew up and was like, I might not wear this again. I had already had a ZJ. So she gave it back to me and ZJ wore it. Mm-hmm. So I've had this one jersey go, you know, be passed on generation to literally generation. from generation to generation throughout mm-hmm. his career. Yeah. And remember that time when he wore it and I wore mine mm-hmm. and we walked in the park and stuff like that. We like, we don't have that picture. You know how pictures get lost when you're changing phones or whatever. Yeah. But that was a big moment for me too, because, you know, I was like, okay, this, I'm, I'm going to help you. This woman raised this, you know, child, you know, raised his child together. And he was getting into basketball. Like, yeah. now he's a Nick fan. Like, mm-hmm. he wears Nick's stuff all the time now. And he watches Nick games with me, even though we're getting our ass scraped. Yeah. But, like, that that's beautiful to see that. And, and then, what's crazy is that, like, we still have that jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, ZJ doesn't fit it anymore. But I remember Ed saying, don't get rid of that jersey. If we have kids, our kids are going to wear that jersey. And yeah. I have it in the house, like, tucked away somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you now know? it means so much more. Now it Unfortunately. It means so much more. Unfortunately, it means so much more because that that name will synonymously live forever in mm-hmm. the ammos of not just sports, but just in, it's a household name. I wish I had a picture of like me in high school wearing that jersey, a picture of my sister wearing that jersey, a picture of Z. I have a, a picture of ZJ wearing the jersey. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just wish I had a picture of all of us wearing a jersey so I could do like Yeah, I, w- I still wish you had that picture of him and me wearing that jersey. Yeah, I mean, I- it's... Yeah. I want to sign on to my cloud and hopefully it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't have access to it on my phone. Maybe you, maybe your laptop, it. maybe? Laptop. I, I'll, I'll check, but... Because I remember you took I out know, a lot of pictures from there, yeah, but... As far as I know, unless I sign on to the cloud, as far as I know, that picture is gone. Mm-hmm. You can even ask Cat like, his last season, I was all emotional. That last, I'm like, I can't believe this is Kobe's last year. I can't believe this is Kobe's last year. Mm-hmm. Like, all damn year, I drove this woman insane. And she was like, yeah, thank, like, thank God Kobe Bryant retired. Like, you know, fucking with me. Like, thank God he retired because I don't have to hear Kobe Bryant because she knows I like LeBron, but I don't talk about LeBron as much because she doesn't like LeBron. So I just, you know, straight went with my Knicks. But Kobe Bryant was like the last player I could say, like, you know, I drove people insane just in debates. And, you know, I even had my mom who doesn't know a lick of English, as I've said in past episodes, remember the name and say the name, learn the name. Kobe Bryant, even though you say Kobe, 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 she says Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just so sad because, um, like I said, like the tragedy, and you know, everybody affected, all the families affected, and I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's definitely one of those things that it's like you can continue to talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, but no amount of words can amount to how or can elaborate on how you're really feeling. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, babe. You, you, you keep on talking because I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm heartbroken. I'm saddened because it's like I said before, it's like he, he dropped those 60 points his last game. So he went out in a blaze and then he dies and the helicopter crash and symbolically mm-hmm. he went out in a blaze. And I'm just shocked. 
Yeah. I I'm very emotional. I don't know if you guys noticed that by now, but I'm a very I'm a very emotional person. So like I've I I tend to get attached to certain um sports uh what can I how can I say athletes and you know sports figures. sports figures and stuff like that because sports has always been part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like you know whether me sitting down and enjoying a basketball game, football game, baseball game playing or, or game. playing the game as well because even though I'm Hispanic, you know how the stigma or the stereotype is, you know, we we're baseball players. But basketball was my first love. Always been my first love. I I always picked up a basketball before I ever picked up a baseball bat or a football. You know, I just love always the strategic part of the game and just playing the game on both sides of the ball, defense and offense. And that's what this guy was. And, like, just flashing back to when he was a brashy teenager in the NBA. They called him a ball hog. Yeah, they called him a ball <laughs> hog. They say he couldn't win without Shaq, like I said earlier. You know what I mean? And he transcended himself, transcended the game. And this affected a lot of people. Like, I've been reading and seeing people that, you know, I never would have imagined posting stuff up about him and seeing other players that personally know him and played with him just saddened about this news. And it it just sucks for, for those that... I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like... Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just rambling. As far as, as far as his daughter is concerned, you know, it just sucks because she was so young. Mm-hmm. You know, those who... We're following her, what I guess her career. Or she she was a legend. Her. She was a legend yeah. in the making. That girl was a legend was in the definitely making. Definitely a legend in the making. You know, and and it sucks. She had a, a a very bright future ahead of her. Oh my god! You, you know, and a lot of people were excited to see her mm-hmm. play. And yeah. To see her, you know. Yeah. Live live on that Kobe that legacy. Yeah, yeah that legacy. Brian that yeah. Brian legacy. Because the funny thing is, is that if you don't know, Kobe Kobe was a legacy because his father. Got to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's why his nick, his middle name is Bean because they used to call their his, his they used to call his dad Jelly Bean Bryant, and then his father. I mean, then Kobe was the second generation, and Gianna was going to be third generation, first you know in the lineage of women in mm-hmm. his family, and you know they always you know how the male bravado, the male psyche is. Oh, we need to have a son to continue our our legacy. legacy. Our name, yeah, the name exactly. But at the end of the day. No, that doesn't matter. It could be a boy or or, or a girl. They could continue your legacy because, mm-hmm. and she was proving that. I mean, yeah. she's not the first daughter to follow in a father's footsteps when it comes to legacy. But when it came to his legacy, the Kobe Bryant legacy, mm-hmm. she was a shining star. Yeah, she definitely had all eyes on her. All eyes on her. I'm talking about this girl had the footwork. I'm talking about these kids. Are like kids in the NBA right now, the average age are like what, 19, 20, 21, 22? Yeah. They don't have the footwork that this 13 year old girl had that possessed, you know? Yeah. It, it's just crazy. Like, I grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, it's like you said earlier, like, I was born in 1986. And that was Jordan's second year in the NBA. I didn't watch him. I not, I, I first understood who Michael Jordan was, was 1990, 1991, around when he first won his first championship. That's when I really fell in love with the game and I saw Jordan. But he already went through his bumps in the road in his career. He was so already great. Yes, he was already exactly. He was already his airness, Michael Jordan, like mm-hmm. I'm a champion. I never got to see the 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 hard part. Even though they say, you know, Kobe had Shaq, blah, blah, blah. But Kobe cemented his legacy. 
I'm just rambling on, folks. Like, I don't I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just at a loss for words for this because it just sucks. Yeah, it definitely sucks. You know, I, I've spoken to a lot of people, like I said today, throughout the day, and we're just all, like, in shock. We just can't fucking believe it. We just can't fucking believe it. Like, I was excited because today is a wrestling pay-per-view, one of my favorites of the whole year called the Royal Rumble. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up in time. I'm going to watch this Royal Rumble and then go to work. Psych. 2012 already started off in a bad way. First David Stern, and now Kobe Bryant. Like, it just sucks. And it hurts more because of his daughter. That's why it hurts mm-hmm. more because... And I can just... I can't even fan what Vanessa... Vanessa... Must be going through, how she must be feeling. Yo. Imagine... His parents. Kobe, because I don't know if you know, Kobe Bryant had a falling out with his own parents. That they didn't go, they didn't witness his last game in the NBA, like when he dropped the 60 points, because mm. he was having a rift within his parents. So, you know, not to indulge into the man's personal life, but who knows about that aspect, too. That brings another aspect, too, like, yeah. of, like, grief. Mm. Like, did he make amends with his parents? Like, you know, losing a child, a parent's losing a child yeah. is something no parent wants to see. The parent always wants the child to live on. Mm. I mean, but like I was saying, like, you know, I oh, yeah, yeah. can't even imagine losing a husband or, you know, partner, spouse, but then having to hear that you've also lost your child at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's that's rough. I mean, any any deaf, you know, that that's close to you or close to home or, you know, <sighs> is rough, but I couldn't even imagine what it's like to lose a husband and a child. All in the same day. Oh my god, that's. And they were know, try. They were traveling to a basketball that's game. Stuff that you don't wish on anyone, not even your worst enemy. Not like, even. That's, I don't know. That's unfathomable. Like exactly. I can't. I can't fucking believe it. Like my my guy, my guy. Like, you know, this is typically not us. We don't really do. Yeah, we don't really indulge in, into sports because you know I don't watch it much. I know from what Ed tells me, so I don't really have an opinion. But this is just something like. We couldn't go and brush under and not speak about because it's yeah. and this it's is, a very tragic event. And like I said, I don't know much about sports, but I do, you know, do remember Kobe. You know, who doesn't know Kobe Bryant? Who, you know, who hasn't shot a paper towel into the garbage and screamed Kobe? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like even if you you didn't have to watch sports to get that reference. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so exactly. it's crazy. And you know what's even crazier is that DJ and his friends, they're 10, 11 years old. They still say it. Yeah. They say that's Kobe. something that's like it's just stuck. Like they still say it. Mm-hmm. It's and the funny thing is is like the last couple of days, like I've been watching a lot of Kobe Bryant videos, like, you know, on my feed, a lot of that stuff pops up. And and just recently, like last weekend, I saw the Ron Artest documentary and he was in it and he was talking and, you you know, Kobe was a very articulate dude. Like people, people like, you know, don't know this about Kobe, but he was born in Philadelphia. Then his father went to, decided to play overseas and he lived in Italy for several years of his youth until he became a teenager and flew back to the States to play here to go into the NBA and my man Kobe knew like five, six languages. Yeah. He knew five. He was very I smart. I told me that. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, you know. 
Yeah, like even recently, even recently. Um, not, I mean, that's amazing for anyone in general. In general, you know, yeah. Many languages. Yeah, but, you know. like the dude was a genius. Like you know, he had his own show on ESPN called Details, and he'll break down the plays. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is why this person did this. This is why the person broke down the defense. Like he was teaching you the game. Like that's why I said he was more than an athlete. Yeah. He was. He became a teacher, a father, a teacher mm-hmm. of, of, of a coach. Yes, a coach, and that was a different act. He was like Obama said. He was beginning to start his second act of his life because mm-hmm. his whole life, his first act was always basketball, and he even said it. He was scared. Like I don't know what to do because my whole life was basketball. Even today, somebody said, "No wonder why he wore the number twenty-four. It meant more than just being one number after Michael Jordan." Which is twenty three, obviously, for those who don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think everyone. <laughs> but it, it meant somebody said that twenty four meant that that was the amount of work he put in every day, every single second of the mm-hmm. week, twenty four hours around the clock. Well, you know, not literally, but you know, like figuratively, that's what he did to transcend his game, transcend the game. Period, like mm-hmm. global. And, and yeah, it's just. It's fucking sad. It's fucking sad. <sighs> I mean, we can go on and on and yeah, on and talk know, about this. I can tell you um, stories, remember <laughs> games and all that shit, but yeah, it's guys. It's time for us to get up out of here. So. Yeah, it's going to be a short episode, this one, because we don't want to bore you guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once again, our prayers and condolences are with the Bryant family. Yes. All the fans out there, friends, teammates, you mm-hmm. know. Everybody, We're all praying together. Yes, you know? all, uh, we pray to those to uh, the other families affected in this tragedy of course, too. Of course, you know we don't want to overshadow mm-hmm. them. We don't even know who those people are. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, know, shout out to them and their family as mm-hmm. well because from what There's I heard, a lot of people grieving today. Yes, from the pilots, you know, mm-hmm. from the other teammate and and father or mother that was with them in that helicopter crash as well. To everybody, you know, everybody just going through it or mourning in their own way or even if you don't care, you know, you know, just. It's just a sad day. A sad day in sports. I'll never forget January 26th. Yep. Well, guys, that's that's a wrap. That's all we have for you guys today. Once again, I'm Kat. And I'm Ed. And you were just chilling on the fire escape. Peace. Bye.